Welcome to the Weekly Investment Outlook podcast from Deutsche Bank's International Private Bank, looking at the most important issues for investors in the week ahead. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of our Weekly Investment Outlook podcast. My name is Melissa van Andraat, Communications Manager for the International Private Bank's EMEA region, and with me today is Stephanie Holzegen, the Private Bank's Chief Investment Officer for APEC. Stephanie, great to catch up with you. Hi, Melissa. Good to be here. All right, let's dive right in as we look back on a very eventful week packed with central bank decisions. I'd say some more surprising than others. What's your pick on these decisions? And also, what was the most interesting market reaction? Yes, we had um, three important central bank decisions taking place. Um, obviously, the Fed, the ECB, and the Bank of Japan, with um, all of them having three very different reaction functions. So number one, the Fed delivered a pause, but signals there's more tightening to come with potentially a higher terminal rate. The ECB hiked as expected 25 basis points. Um, and then President Christine Lagarde described the future rate hike in July as very likely. And last but not least, the Bank of Japan decided to stick with its stimulus settings. And I think actually looking at the market and, you know, I have a very strong uh, footing in FX, which is where I started um, a long time ago. And I always think the FX markets are very sensitive um, to digest these uh, type of information. And you could see um, right away how FX has been playing these diverging policy responses very much so. So euro dollar moved up uh, by 1.2% as we speak. Euro yen has even moved by 2.3%. So this kind of divergence that seems to be also a story for the future, for the ECB to keep on hiking, for the Fed to come closer to the end of its hiking cycle, and the Bank of Japan to stay and stick with the accommodating policy, albeit all of three of them have inflation to to deal with. Um, that is a very interesting uh, response. Understood. Thanks. And uh, in terms of the week ahead, are there any other decisions that you monitor closely? And just as a reminder yeah. for our listeners, we record this on Friday. Yes, I'm actually uh, quite excited also about uh, the week ahead because we have a few central banks um, to get um, more clues from as well. We have the Bank of England, which is expected to deliver 25 basis points of hike um, uh, to 475% because inflation, which is also being um, uh, reported on next week, will most probably stay elevated at uh, 8.6% year on year in May. Then a central bank that most probably gets more attention uh, than the usual will be Central Bank of Turkey, because they expected to deliver quite a substantial rate hike um, in the magnitude of like 650 basis points under the new governor, um, which will take the rate up from the current 8.5% into the double digits. So we also here in the region, in Asia, we monitor the Philippines. um, So the overnight borrowing rate um, is expected to remain unchanged, but the Bank Indonesia um, most probably will extend their pause um, and also stay with an unchanged rate of 5.75% um, going forward. Super interesting. What I also wanted to ask you, is there any specific data that you're watching in particular 
that will provide more clues about any future decisions? Yeah, there's actually uh, two parts. One is uh, the data and also we have uh, some uh, speech uh, coming up. So um, in terms of uh, what is impacting the future central bank reaction function, that's definitely the inflation data. I already mentioned UK, but we also get Japan uh, and here in the region, also Malaysia and Singapore, uh, which is where I sit. Um, but I think also the market will um, look at uh, every word that Fed Chair Powell will deliver um, as part of his semi-annual monetary policy report um, to the House, uh, House Financial Services Committee to be specific, and also the Senate Banking Committee on, on both the 21st and 22nd of June. Um, now, the expectation, of course, is that Powell um, will reiterate his comments that we got post uh, the FOMC in the press conference, which obviously opened the door for a slower pace of future rate hikes um, and that higher terminal rate going forward. But, it, you know, if there's any more details around the path, um, everybody will, will monitor that speech. All right. Thanks. Uh, thanks a lot, Stephanie. And uh, you mentioned Asia. And maybe uh, let's stay there for a second and, and shift focus to, to China for a moment. Um, recent data has shown signs of an uneven recovery and the People's Bank of China lowered rates for the first time since August. Now, what's your pick on these decisions? Can we expect more rate cuts? And is now still a good time to invest in the equity market? Yes, so um, this, you know, the, the decision to lower uh, both the seven-day reverse repo rate and also the one-year medium-term lending facility by 10 basis points each um, was a very crucial one because it's really uh, drawn the line in the sand and uh, showed that, um, you know, it's a strong signal that China has, um, you know, shifted from targeted easing to a more general approach to cover the wider economy. We had um, the central government talking about this, um, but of course we hadn't uh, seen the action yet. And on the back of this, and given that um, in the week ahead, we have also the one-year loan prime rate uh, and the five-year loan prime rate decision coming up, there's now a very high expectation that these rate cuts uh, continue um uh, on So there's another 10 basis points already expected for the one-year loan prime rate and then a bit more um, for 15 basis points uh, to be specific for the five-year, which then, of course, will have an impact also on, um, on mortgages because, um, you know, the property market, the sentiment around it is a very important um, element um, to, um, to be addressed um, for, for the sentiment for China. Now, um, you have asked whether this is uh, a good time to invest. And um, we definitely think so because we have been waiting uh, for these signs for quite a while. Um, there has been some, I call it the peak pessimism building around the China investment opportunity because we have this uneven recovery. We have, and we continue to see um, um, the macroeconomic uh, data not living up to expectations, given that we had an earlier than expected reopening, there were very high hopes. And um, these uneven data um, have uh, really dented sentiment. And we saw that um, China equity trade really topping out earlier in the year. But uh, if you look at uh, valuations, we have um, now come back to very interesting uh, levels. So the MSI, MSCI China is now trading about 15% lower than the 10-year average, which uh, translates into a 20% discount to the broad MSCI Emerging Markets Index. And so if it 
if you know if it was just for valuations it would look interesting of course but given that now we have uh, been seeing these stimulus measures come into the market we also had the assurance that there is a broader fiscal stimulus package that is uh, addressing a variety like almost a dozen of different areas that is in the making and that will be uh, put out uh, fairly soon that is definitely the you know the both of it is something that is very helpful uh, for making the case for investing into Chinese equities. I just want to mention one last thing because uh, in terms of geopolitical risks that were also very much digested recently, um, the de-risking uh, uh, in the region, for instance, of course, the uh, visit of um, um, the, uh, um, the U.S. Secretary of State, Anthony Blinken, now on the weekend, 18th of June, is also a positive um, for the region. And that's also something you can see the market is kind of looking at with relief. And this is why we have now uh, for a few consecutive days being trading up uh, in the China and the Hong Kong market and definitely think we have uh, built the bottom here. Well, thanks for your perspective, Stephanie. That was, um, that was very interesting to hear. And it was a pleasure speaking to you. Dear listeners, uh, this was this week's edition of our weekly investment outlook podcast. I wish you all a great week and bye for now. In Europe, Middle East and Africa, as well as in Asia Pacific, this podcast may be considered marketing material, but this is not the case in the US. No assurance can be given that any forecast or target can be achieved. Forecasts are based on assumptions, estimates, opinions and hypothetical models which may prove to be incorrect. Past performance is not indicative of future returns. Performance refers to a nominal value based on price gains and losses and does not take into account inflation. Inflation will have a negative impact on the purchasing power of this nominal monetary value. Depending on the current level of inflation, this may lead to a real loss in value, even if the nominal performance of the investment is positive. Investments come with risk. The value of an investment can fall as well as rise, and you might not get back the amount originally invested at any point in time. Your capital may be at risk. The services described in this podcast are provided by Deutsche Bank AG or by its subsidiaries and or affiliates in accordance with appropriate local legislation and regulation. Deutsche Bank AG is subject to comprehensive supervision by the European Central Bank, by Germany's Federal Financial Supervisory Authority and by Germany's Central Bank. Brokerage services in the United States are offered through Deutsche Bank Securities Incorporated a broker-dealer and registered investment advisor which conducts investment banking and securities activities in the United States. Deutsche Bank Securities Incorporated is a member of FINRA, NYSE and SIPC. Lending and banking services in the United States are offered through Deutsche Bank Trust Company Americas, member FDIC and other members of the Deutsche Bank Group. The products, services, information and or materials referred to within this podcast may not be available for residents of certain jurisdictions. Copyright 2023, Deutsche Bank AG and or its subsidiaries. All rights reserved. This podcast may not be used, reproduced, copied or modified without the written consent of Deutsche Bank AG.